It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app and Elliot Shore Parks. This is the last podcast outside Bet Parks, which we will do, but in terms of Eagles centric podcasts, this is the last one we will do before you are mm. in your mm. happy place mm. on the sidelines, charting throws, watching plays. Can't wait. Being the beat writer we need. How you doing? So are, are the juice is just like flowing. So for I you? stepped out. Just... So I stepped outside today. Yes. Feels like training camp weather. Oh, hot as sin out you there. Mean like a thousand degrees yeah, out. Yeah, hot as sin. Like uh, I can, you know, you could say every day this summer has. It's felt been like, unbelievable. Right? Is yeah. it? Am I crazy? Or is this it's like nonstop? The hottest summer in forever. I feel. Like. I was. I was early on weather being interesting. You, oh, dude, you are the king. I was. You were. But so anyway, <laughs> what, what? One of my favorite. You know, everyone has their things on Twitter. You yes. Know, obviously, Jack Fritz will do the whole, like, biggest win over the Tampa right, Bay Rays. Right, right. You know, whatever. to bet on the Orioles. Yeah, like yeah. that, all that crap. One of my favorite bits on Twitter is whenever something happens with the weather and Elliot just tweeting, but I was told weather wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or some Cars are floating I, away I, I in, like, Bucks County. It, and... it, it works for me every time. So I good. always chuckle. So, um, good work. Thank you. you. Appreciate that. So I'm driving in today, already feeling in the football mood. And you know I know how I know like the football gods, like it's happening, like it's back. I see Ray Didinger walking down no the street. No way. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? No, you know, it's funny. Like I always I only ever see Ray 
in, you know, like a tie and like little mm-hmm. short sleeve, mm-hmm. whatever. He's got like his comfortable clothes on. He's walking out of the 7 Eleven. Wow, and thought. I'm like, football is coming back. It's like when you see a bear like come out for hibernation. <laughs> hibernation. Yeah. Or it's like the Groundhog Day, you know? It's like football is starting to return. I I've never seen that. Ray a single time downtown. That is so ever. funny. That is I see re- him today. What a great sign. So it's back. Yeah, that, it's about you, to be time. You can't do better than that. I no. mean, that what a win! Uh, all right, tons to get into with the birds. Obviously, train camp next week. We'll have you know, real things to talk about. We can't guess it who's going to play guard or guess it who's going to play linebacker. I think any more than we already have at this point. Yes. So let's just go through some of the stuff in in the Eagles' world right now. Things going on right now, and you know, one of them that you know grinds my gears, Elliot. Mm. Is the consistent rankings of Jalen? Oh, we're Hurts. starting with that. All right. Yeah, let's just dive right in. We're we're gonna bounce around. We got a lot of stuff to get to today, but I, it's just because it sticks in my freaking craw, man. I like, know it does. I'm freaking tired of it. He's not the sixth best quarterback in the NFL. He's at worst the third best quarterback in the NFL. And I'll tell you what, after rewatching the Super Bowl, you know the the past year. Look, Patrick, Mom, you give it to him right now. All right, uh, like it is what it is. And I actually agree that you could argue to Elliot's point. Last during the Super Bowl round, yeah, people really bad him. Skills, you could argue that Jalen has everything you could ever want from a quarterback, and he might be more of a, a better specimen or whatever. But Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes is the guy. He just won the Super Bowl. He's again. number one. He's number one. I had been vacillating between Hurts and Burrow at two and three, and kind of going back and forth, and it's been Hurts or Burrow, whatever. After rewatching the Super Bowl, like Hurts is number two. Sorry, he's better than Burrow. I love so, Joe Burrow. I love the swag. That's my guy. Hurts is better. Hurts gives you more. What can't Jalen Hurts do at quarterback? And if you want to put him third, that's fine. Putting him behind guys like Aaron Rodgers, like I know Rodgers' is, is resume is is better than, than Jalen Hurts. Duh, I get it. Aaron Rodgers at 40 years old today is not a better player than Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, he's just not. So here's my opinion on this. I agree with you. Like if I was picking quarterbacks in today's NFL, Jalen would be probably... Again, like Mahomes will be one. You could convince me to Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Herbert. Like it gets interesting, but Jalen is right there. So I would take Jalen over Aaron Rodgers for sure. And I think coming off of last year, like Jalen is obviously better than Aaron Rodgers. My only kind of devil's advocate point to you would be, I think sometimes with Jalen, we feel like he's being disrespected or not giving something other quarterbacks are being given because he's accomplished more in a lot of ways than Herbert has. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's almost won the MVP. He, like didn't, jo- he didn't have the worst playoff loss in the playoff history of the playoffs in his one playoff start, but, yes. So the I I don't know what list you're talking about specifically. Cause I ESPN. Been, ESPN, okay. ESPN so, had him sixth. ESPN behind, had him sixth. So it was behind Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, and Rodgers, yeah. So the athletic one that also came out, which is like executives and all that stuff, I believe also had him six. Mm-hmm. He's either fifth or sixth. Um, so I went back and I looked. And like, if you look at that list, at least specifically, I can't speak to the ESPN one. Guys, when they have breakout years, like Josh Allen had his breakout year, and then the next year I believe he was fifth maybe. Lamar Jackson had his breakout year, 37 touchdowns, and next year he was seventh. Justin Herbert had a breakout year. So they're year. not willing to take one year and jump them so too th- high. So that's the only point I'm making. Saying. And when if you look at the description of all of them, and I'm paraphrasing loosely because there was more specific issues with their games, a lot of it was like, got to do it again. Yeah. So look, while, I, while I, under- I agree with you that he on my list is higher than he is on these lists, I do think it's important as Eagles fans, and I respect the fact that it's you get so worked up about it. I know like Jalen's been your guy. Like I get that. And – but like other quarterbacks have also been ranked lower 
one year after. Look, is my Elliot, only kind of counter. Elliot, don't bring logic into this. I know. All right, don't bring pragmatic thinking I into know. this. I know. This is about being outraged. It is training camp time. Our guy. No, look, you make a very, very fair point. And I do think that when Jalen does it again this year, when he takes a step forward, I do think come next year, these rankings, he will be top two, top three. I, I do think that will happen because I expect Jalen to be great again mm-hmm. this year and I expect him to be better. But I, look, I... It bothers me because I know how great he is. And I do feel, again, if he were third or fourth on these lists, fine. You like, and even Aaron Rodgers, like, even Aaron Rodgers, okay, I would not put him there. I'm sorry. What I've seen from Rodgers last year, he fell off last year. He fell off. And he's also 40, right? Like, so I would not put him there, but at least I can understand you saying, we are a year removed from Aaron Rodgers winning back-to-back MVPs. He's Mm -hmm. one of the all-time great quarterbacks. He's in a good situation for him comparatively again. Like, I can understand that. Like, there is no world where Justin Herbert can be ranked ahead of Jalen Hurts. There is no world. Yeah. How can you... Again, We it's bottom line, right? We are a bottom line pod. We always have been. We preach it. We believe it. Like, look, can, can you say that Justin Herbert has a better arm? Sure, whatever. I won't fight you on that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But in terms of, like, what they have put on the field in the NFL, they've both been in the league the same amount of time, what they have put in the NFL, on the field, in games, in games that matter, like, I don't think it is fair. I don't think it is yeah. right to be able to put Justin Herbert ahead of Jalen Hurts. So I would I would put Jalen ahead of Justin, like, flat out. And because, again, I'm a quarterback win-loss guy. Jalen wins all the time. Just, and I think with Justin Herbert, too, there's this pers- or there shouldn't even be the perception. He's not playing with a short like stack of cards. Like, he said Austin yeah, Eckler and great Mike receivers, Williams and Keenan yeah. Allen and yep. all these dudes. Yeah, tough division, but regardless, yeah. I, now tough division because of the offense, not because he's playing a bunch of great defenses, right? So, I, but I guess maybe the only place I would differ from you slightly is just I would put Jalen ahead of him, but I'm okay with Justin being like right behind him. That's I mean, fine. He has he, put up big numbers from for a few behind. years. Yeah, behind. I, I would put him behind. I, I think you should put, I mean, personally, I would put Trevor Lawrence ahead of Justin Herbert, and he's not on any of the lists, but um, like... That's interesting. The dude beat Debatable, him. yeah. Beat Number him. one pick, yeah. I, I. That's a fair point, too. I mean, he's taken a Jacksonville franchise and turned them around to... They were a mess beforehand. But what I think is interesting, so I talked about this when I filled in uh, last week, but I haven't gotten your thought on it, to kind of piggyback off the Jalen thing. Why do you think people get so mad about Jalen, but not with Sirianni? Like, I went and looked at the head coaching list... There were lists that had him like 8, 12, 11. Like, where's the outrage there? It's a great I'm, question. Like, I think it might, the, the real answer might be, we just care more about quarterback rankings and head coach rankings. Well, and I but, also think, and I think, look, you know on this pod, we have long been Sirianni believers way out in front yeah. on that. We still are. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. But even still, as much as I believe in Sirianni, I believe in Jalen Moore. And I think that's part of it. It's so that, I believe in him equal. So I don't. Okay. I, I believe in Jalen Moore, and I love Sirianni. I think again, I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. But if you said you could only have one, I like I would unequivocally take Jalen. You know, so I, I just think Jalen. I I believe in Jalen more. But again, that's not a slight Sirianni. But I think that that might be why, as a fan base, we get more worked up. I just. And it's almost impossible to have this conversation without feeling like you're slighting the other. And I'm not slighting either one, just like you are. Like you are not slighting Nick when you pick Jalen. But I think sometimes we don't give Sirianni enough credit for where this team is at. Like the Eagles are... I, I look, I agree with you. Yeah, the Eagles are, and this ESPN ranking said it, The number they are number one. They are both, A, arguably the best team in the NFL. I would still put the Chiefs, but whatever. Like They're arguably the best team in the NFL, and they were number one on three-year window. 
Like, they are loaded. They are clicking on all cylinders. It was not like that when Sirianni got here. No. And now Jalen played a big part of it, obviously. Howie has turned it around. All those things are true. I think the Howie thing. It's Howie hurts the roster. Nick, but, it's because everyone's like, oh, well, he's got a great roster. But it's interesting how people push back so hard on that with Jalen. Like whenever well, because we... Jalen, it's, I think with Jalen, it's you can actually see the physical differences and the physical adjustments and the changes mm-hmm. from year one to year two. Like we could see like, oh, he wasn't making those throws a year ago. Right. He wasn't as accurate. Whereas Sirianni, it's like, yeah, they were way better, but you don't see it. It's the culture. It's the, it's what he's created as a, as a, like a, 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 a organ, like a, 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 you know, yeah, like a, a culture. Program. I mean, yeah, Thank yeah. you. Is the word I'm looking for. Like all that stuff where it's not as like, Tangible. It's not something so, you're going to be though, like, wow, look at that throw. Like, he is better than he used to be. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I just think Nick also deserves credit for that. Like, oh, when, I, when oh we, I, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to take credit away. I'm trying to understand why there is less outrage about Nick not being ranked well, as high and stuff like that. I think that's part of it. I think the fact he doesn't call plays yep. is part of it. But I also think Nick is probably still punished. And honestly, Jalen's probably punished for this a little too. For like the initial view of him, of course. Nick is still viewed unfairly if, if, for if lack Jaylen of a better term. If Jalen were Trevor Lawrence, he would be top three. Yes, in these if, rankings. It, that's a great point. If Jalen was drafted, num- like top three overall, he would be top three on this list. Right. That's now. why Justin Herbert. And so if high. Nick was the top coaching candidate, like if Nick came from college where he had, you if know, Nick was Chip Kelly. In yes, 20- exactly. Yeah. Like he would be in these lists. So it's I think they're point. both still flagged for that or like punished for it. But with Nick overall, I guess like. Who do you believe in more? Maybe we've like stumbled into a, a topic here, a debate. But, yeah, because if we're on different sides, I think it's actually a really great one. Yeah, I mean, I just believe in them both the same. Like, I think they've come and they've done this together. I think Nick is a great head coach. I think he's helped turn Jalen into Jalen. Jalen has a great work ethic, so you can make the argument he would succeed no matter where he ended up. But Nick was willing to like change the offense to help him. Nick has built a place where Jalen can be successful. Roster is part of that, but also so is offense and culture and all those things. And I also think Nick's personality like really matches Jalen. Like I think Jay- Oh, I totally I think they're perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's an important quality too. So would there be a Jalen Hurts without Nick Sirianni? Like maybe, but I don't I don't think it's a lock. So when I if who if I had to pick out of the two, who would I pick? You probably always go with the quarterback in that instance, just because he's on the field. But I am just as like High. The level it. of belief I have in Jalen is equal with the level of belief I have in Nick. Yeah, and I'm close. Like I have a lot of belief in Nick. It's it's higher for me with Jalen. I do think this year, I think there's a particular thing that should help people's view of Nick if the Eagles are just awesome again and they crush. I do think the fact that he lost both coordinators, yes. like that is something where if this dude cannot lose a beat with two new coordinators, a new guy calling your defense and a new guy calling plays on offense, and this team can can function at the level it did last year and plow along through that, I think that's something where we can say to all their people, like, look what this guy did. Yeah. Look what this guy did with two brand new freaking coordinators, and look how it, we didn't miss a beat. Like, I think that's something where, Nick, if, if it's smooth... Like, that could be a real feather in so his So, we talked about this in the Super Bowl recap pod about how they were 21-0 and when they had a 10-point lead. But if I went back and looked at it more. If you do sense the Lions game, so remember they lost in Vegas. We almost did the Elliot was wrong pod. Mm-hmm. They go to Detroit. They the win. Flower, yes, goal. right? Since then, in 81% of the games they've played, they've had a lead of at least 10 points. Wow. That is... That is an astounding And, you know, they didn't win each one by 10, like whatever. Right, but, but that they is have, an astounding They have had, like, front. a... 
you yeah. know, a good lead. Well, and it jives with with what we talked about a year last year, at least early on, like, oop, dominant in the first half. Like, this team yeah. just comes out and gets on you third quarter, pull away. And it was so opposite like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a fascinating one. All right. but, but just the last thing I'll say yeah, is— for sure. I think sometimes people, like, if they if Jalen was gone, that would obviously be catastrophic to this team. If Howie left, that would be massive. I think if they lost Nick, like, that would also be a really big loss. Like, I think I agree with you. he brings it all together. Like, mm. Howie has probably bettered his job than Nick. Jalen, you know, again, I'm like, Argu- equal belief. Arguably whatever. better, yeah. But I just think Nick is, like, the piece that sticks it together. I, Dude, again, I his culture building is as impressive as any coach I've ever seen in my life. And his and- ability, I don't want to make Howie sound like a complete, like, terrible person to be around because he's generally not. Like, I've been around him. Genuinely, I should say, not generally. Genuinely not. But Nick has been the only head coach that's really gotten along with Howie. That's, that's made a like great, it's a great. That's point. made like uh, where they actually seem almost annoying. Like a so. unit. Yes, coming, and yeah. that that's a huge part of it. Think of again. Think of how dysfunctional this team was used before Nick got here, and a lot of it was culture, people getting along. I think Nick has fixed all that. Uh, dude, I I think it's a great great point. All right, uh, more Eagle stuff. Bounce around. I want to get to. Two pieces of audio that uh, surfaced. Are you going to play audio? No. Oh, okay. No, gonna, the way you yeah, said it, I feel like we were. Well, all... because we just talked about the morning show. Yes. So, but it's it's the best. I don't best know if I know what is... these are. Good. Okay. So the best way. I mean, it's basically you know two clips that that, that it's the best way to describe it is two people said something. One Generally is going to make us happy. Are. One makes us mad. I want to get your thoughts on them. I think you. I, I'm assuming you know where the mad is. I don't think I know this. Wow. Our old buddy, the guy that we defended, the guy that we as a fan base oh, said, yes, yes. he I'm is you better that than Javon Hargrave. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. better than James Bradbury. If we could only have one person back in this defense, we want our guy CJ right. GJ. We love him. And then, for those who didn't see it, CJ GJ playing a video game, streaming it. And I guess in the video game, you can ask him questions or whatever. And someone he asked a question. Donated $5. If to get you donate $5, asked. you get the question asked. Uh, you know, what was your least favorite thing about Philly? The people were bleeping obnoxious, yeah. bleeping this, bleeping that. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Earmuffs, one, two, three. Go fuck yourself. That's how I, that's my my official statement to him. That's how I feel. Like, fuck you. Fuck off. You fucking loser. Wow, what that, a earmuff situation because, we got going and, on And I'm here. done with that. I'm sorry. I had to. But again, like, it's like. All we did was support this guy. All we mm. did was love this guy. All we did was make him out to be better than the NFL says he is. Than everyone in the NFL says he is. We thought we were like give him 16 mil a year. Like, well, not, not everybody. You. And credit to you, but yeah. uh, but the vast majority of it, when we did those polls, you can keep one of CJGJ Javon. Yes, Argan, he always won. Those. But like, it would be like 80 percent him. It was all we did was was love this guy and welcome him and support him. And he leaves it. And I look, I know he got his car stolen. And I know that, you know, I get that. But, like, if you're going to spend a, a year in a city with all of us and let one thing like that blame how you feel about all of us, I don't believe that. I think he didn't like us. And well, I, you know what? Good riddance, you loser. The most agree- you know the most egregious thing he said? His favorite thing about Philly? Did you hear that? The weather. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, who maniac. likes the weather? It's the worst. Exactly. That's why people move away from exactly. here for the weather. Like, <laughs> All right, so here's my thought on it. It's like crappy takes all of yes. From my, my thought on it is I've always said I thought he was overrated. You did. Player, no, clear. you know what? This is I've a day always to said that. Puff your like, chest out, buddy. Like, I didn't think out. he was worth $16 million. I think he's very. I think he's a very replaceable player. Personality-wise, it is just, you know, I remember... 
This guy never shuts up. He's got a lot to say, man. But like, and I know he's talking about the the organization to an extent here, but I think it extends beyond that. I remember standing at his locker after I think it was either clinch a division or after they won their first playoff game, and he's talking about you know. Man, I feel so much more love here than I feel in New Orleans, and I'm getting treated so much better, and all these things. So, like, here's the reality about this athletes, to an extent, mostly just say what you think they're going to say, which is when you're on the team, the fans are great. <laughs> when they're not on the team, like, oh, I didn't really like it there. He's like, in general, still. Yeah, he's too. clearly upset about how it played out. And honestly, he should be mad at his agent for like he hyping up be, the idea that he was going to get all this money. He should fire his agent. I think a key part of being an agent is. Managing Manage expectations, expectations. yes. He, so, yes, he got his car stolen. I mean, for what it's worth, I'm not even sure he lived in Philly. But that aside. I thought he lived in, like, South Jersey or yeah, something. Yeah, but, but whatever. So, like, he got his car stolen. That super sucks. No it one blows. should steal a car. Yeah, no one's supporting... You know, right. like, but but you could say that. you could say your least favorite thing about Philly is I got Having my car my stolen. Car stolen. Yeah, that wasn't fun. You could say that. So like instead you gotta say we're obnoxious and like, you know And what's ironic is the thing that made everybody love him, like the fans, is kind of this. Like he's just willing to say whatever. And let's be real, dude. You're going to Detroit. You know, exactly. Like, let's not act like you're like, going. Rain to, it in, big dog. You're yeah. not going like, you know, San Diego or some beautiful right. place to go live. So yes, very uh not a good look for him to say that. Yeah, what a loser. Like, just... I, well, it's, and also, like, he's very clearly turned on the fans. Big time. He's a big-time read-his-mentions guy, but, like, bro, you should have seen your mentions when you were a free agent. We People were you. mad at Howie. People yes. were saying they're misplaying this. People are saying pay him whatever it takes. After the deal came out, people were still like, they should have paid him. Furious. Blah, blah, blah. How'd you pay Fetcher Cox? How many times have you been asked... On the morning yes, show, how, why, play how, why Fletcher, did they yes. play Fetcher Cox? All time CJ great DJ. eagle over over him. So I'm curious if he saw those. Also, he is Mr. Big, like tweet and delete. Like mm-hmm. so, he was doing that. It's like his go to. So I think he's being a little selective on picking. Like since then, have Eagles fans turned on him? Yes, they have. But like, good, like I hate to break it to you, man. Like this is what it is. Like at teams in general, and Philly fans, I will say, do a good job of liking players after they leave. Yeah, like, I think we're great at that. But. Like Chauncey, man, you had all the support in the word in the world from fans when you were here, and not like he's saying Philly people like those are the fans. So he can't just be like, "Well, I met the people that stole my car." No, you're talking about Philly fans, and you're playing into the whole narrative that Philly fans try to push back on. Like we spent a week here when I was debating people in San Francisco about how like terrible Philly fans are, blah blah. blah. Like Chauncey is playing into that yeah, it's, after it's, he was here for a year. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, it really is. Like not I, a good quote from him. Totally turned me again. I I was even when he's been gone, like you know him tweeting about Gannon and this. I'm like, yeah, buddy, oh, Gannon, yeah. I love it. Gannon's never taken shot. Yeah, at and now like and now you're making me sympathize with Gannon now. You're making well, me come on. Here's the good news. I don't think you'll be hearing much about like. Chauncey being a like Pro Bowl safety. Oh yeah, like, not too worried about he that. He will anymore. probably have like three interceptions, and that'll be, be it. Yeah. yeah, so that's good. I like that. I'm now rooting against you. Somehow you've you've completely. Well, it makes it tough for you because me. you are a Dan Campbell guy. I love Dan Campbell. It's not Dan Campbell's fault. Dan Campbell, you know what? Dan well, Campbell so probably set him for... straight. He'll probably leave Detroit. He's a model citizen because you know Dan Campbell. Are you going to be rooting for the Lions? No, they're a rival. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Right. Come on. But well, against when they're not playing the Eagles, I I like the Lions because of Dan Campbell. Um. The other piece of audio that was good. I want to get to in a sec. This will make you less mad, I guarantee it. But, you know, real quick, I mean, it's freaking hot out, Elliot. It's very hot. Really, really, really hot. As we discussed, it is like, it is still, I I almost feel like we talk about every pod. 
But when that second you step outside, it really hits you. It's it's like a, it, it all enveloping. Right. And the reason that it doesn't hit me till I step outside, you guys know the answer to this. You're already sitting in your cars or your houses, hopefully with nice windows, and being like, Elliot, I know what you're going to say about this. Get nice windows for the summer. Right. And not to mention... Going to be equally as important once it's cold yeah, outside. Yeah, because you know it works both ways. Keep the heat. You, you, in. Now, well, you don't want to be. You want to be hot in your house when it's cold out. You want to be cold in your house when it's hot out. Right. It's pretty simple. Windows you, key to all of this. You want the thing that you're paying to be on the inside of your house to stay inside of your house. Yeah, and so the reason to have and to make sure that happens and to make sure that you're doing that is to get good windows. And the best place to get windows is Window Nation. We've told you about it for a few months now. We've had some people work with them. Hear nothing but good experiences about how it's went, uh, and that's always good to hear. Like. Obviously, we want to push you guys in the right direction of uh, places we believe in, places they're Eagles fans, all those things. It's good to know people have had good experiences with them. And it's not surprising that they have because there's a bunch of high-quality reasons to pick Window Nation. One, you save up to 30% on your energy bill. You increase the value of your home by $12,000. I mean- it's almost like get the windows and then you can sell your house for way more. <laughs> I know, like seriously, like, now like, you want to keep it because you have nice windows. Honestly, but. it almost seems like a cheat code of some kind. I know. Um, they've installed over 200,000 windows last year. Wow. Last year alone? It says installed over 200,000 windows last year, wow. which is 40 times more than the average window company. It's a lot of windows, man. And I would say about that, you would think, oh, that's a lot of windows. Like they're probably rushing through them. 96% of them re- require no follow-up service. Wow. None at all. They measure each window three times to ensure proper fit. I do respect that. I'm bad at measuring. It like stresses me out. So I respect the fact they do it three times. I'm big on doing, doing it, check it and check it again. I'm big on having Kristen do it, having Kristen check well, again. Yeah, Emily, and I Emily, hand her did the you ruler check it again? or whatever. Check that again. Yes, yes. exactly. Good job, Emily. Try yes. to think how it'll go over if I say, check that again, Kristen. <laughs> She'd be like, oh. Why don't you just go back to playing on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, you need great windows. You want professionals to do it. Kristen and Emily probably are not going to come do it. <laughs> so you're going to call Window Nation. How do you get in touch with them? 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. Or you can go online to windownation.com. Yeah, and you go save money with your new windows. And then, bang, you bang. open up the BetPorks Sportsbook app. And you win a little money. We've been having so much fun. with Again, this, this live in-game betting with baseball games, I'm just telling you. Like, Again, there's so many opportunities. That's a beautiful thing with the Bet Park Sportsbook app. As long as you got it with, it with you, you can bet on anything. It is so much fun. And now it's time, as we've been talking about this whole pod, training camp is coming up next week. It's the perfect time to make those pro football future bets. We're going to talk about some of those bets in the Bet and, Parks Picks Pod tomorrow. Well, quickly. So on the last one, as you know, this year we're all betting against the Niners together. Yes. But I was thinking about this. Like, you can make the argument we were probably like looking for reasons, whatever. I think it might be this simple. Seattle has the best quarterback in the division. Done. That is it. Like Ooh. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Seattle. Welcome to win the division. aboard, my yeah. friend. I love this. It's, and it's very in, in tune with my like belief. It's what you believe? Yeah. Yeah. And look, you know what? I would still say that until Kyle Shanahan gets over this like kind of blow it in the playoffs hump, Pete Carroll's still the best you coach can make in that the, division. I agree. So you, you can make the argument. Even, you could best argue. head coach, best quarterback. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing because they're pretty good odds. Bet on yes. Seattle now. They get out to a good start. San Francisco. A future you sputters. can believe in, I think, a is our official. <laughs> you can believe in. It's going to be our official stance. There's some great uh, birds bets you can make. Fifty dollars to to reach the uh, conference final wins you eighty. A fifty dollar bet uh, to be the one seed in the conference pays one twenty five. That's actually a really good bet. I think they are really, really likely to be the one seed. Of course, you can bet on who will win it all. 
Uh, if you bet 50 on Philly to win it all, 350 bucks, boom, right in your account at the end of the season. And so much more. So many fun pro football futures to bet on. You can bet on who's going to win the league MVP, most improved player, defensive player of the year, who's going to score the most touchdowns, rushing yards, sacks, all of it. So much to bet on, so much fun stuff. And here's the deal. Join us right now. Download the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. New customers make a winning $10 bet. You get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. Must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. Plus, Bet Parks is an official betting operator of the PGA Tours. You can bet golf with Bet Parks and bet your favorite golfers' matches round by round and much more. It's all there. Spread, same-game parlays, teasers, and much more. You must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, or Ohio gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, another piece of audio that surfaced today that I love the like piece less, of man. audio that we're not playing. I know it's good. You know, <laughs> it's just good. do this on the radio. We should, yeah, yeah, it's good. I would never play the audio description. Yes. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Oh, nice, my just, dude. dude it's so funny because I had a Saquon point for you. Oh, good. All right, well, this yeah. jives well, uh, and I do think it is an interesting discussion about the position. But Saquon, for those who missed it, came out and basically, uh, basically said. I understand that my best option is to sit out. And even though I am someone who never thought I would do that, I might do it. Like, just to sum up the audio, we yeah. don't need to play it for you. Saquon he basically. a little bit. He basically said, bleep you Giants, bleep you Giants fans. He's like, I could say that. Yeah. You know, he's basically like, oh, I think you got to basically saying it. you could say You, you are saying it. it. Yeah. But, but also, you know, makes it very clear in the scene. He's like, I might hold out. Like, I might not show up is what he is saying. Obviously, you know, I think he's got some fault mismanaging, not taking the offer. They offered him. The market is itself. We'll get to the running back thing in a second. But, look, we both think the Giants are, are not going to be good this year. Oh, it's a lot of the just century. adds to it. Like, the Giants are not going back to playoffs. No, they're not. And <laughs> it's, like, so perfect that the first time the Giants ever have anything to believe in. And I think it was false hope. But they made the playoffs last year. They, they won, won a game. playoff they won game. Play they have a head coach. Yeah, believe first time in a decade. The entire do- offseason is dominated by their mismanaging of a running back contract. Totally. So, and also, it began with them, like, two weeks before Jalen gets paid, paying their horrible quarterback yes, yes. way more per year than Jalen's getting. It's been Joe Shane who was hired, you know, Brian Dable. Right. Joe Shane, the, the Bills guy they hired to be their new GM. It's horrendous. David Gettleman looking better than so not good. If I was an owner, I would fire any general manager that put a running back on a franchise tag. Yeah. I think it is the dumbest thing you can do in pretty much the entire, like short of paying a really bad quarterback a big deal, which Giving they also did. that much money in a year. Right. So I was, I, you know, I've said before, like I think covering Howie Roseman qualifies me to be a general manager in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to someone, one of my friends that covers the Giants, and I'm like, 
the dumb thing about this is, why don't they just, they're giving them $10 million. Like, just give them the 20 and stretch it out over like seven years and make a low cap hit. And he goes, like, the Giants would never think to do that. <laughs> and I'm Not, like, but I get that when it's Gettleman, because we all knew the Gettleman. Yeah, Joe, whatever is, like, that's my point. He's I'm supposed like, what is to be like a smart. I'm like, what like, does that mean? What do you mean yeah. the Giants would never do it? Isn't it a new guy running the team? I right. don't get it. I don't understand. So here's what I would say. I understand that there are situations a little unique. Like, people love Saquon. He was a number two pick. He's very he is good for them. Like, yes. I get all that. The end of the day, man, if he's got to go, he's got to go. Like, if he's not going to take what you're willing to give him, then they should just trade him. Or you cannot have your running back on a one year, and then the whole thing is like, well, they'll, just, they'll, franchise, they, they're like, we'll just franchise him next year, and so it'll be two years at $20 million. It's like, well, then just give him the $20 million yeah, now, have him be happy, and stretch it out. And, and, and make it cap-friendly. Right, right. It's just, dude. Such unhappy, a mismanagement like, of resources. Their season is going to be such a disaster. Saquon is going to be unhappy, and... You know, to a certain he extent, he might not show up again. Like, what is it? Like week eight or nine? I think he'll show up. I I think he probably will too. But but he can hold. He cannot show up until like week eight or week nine, right? And accrue a year. It's something like that. Is yeah, it week, I think it's week eight. So week Whatever. eight, he can. I'll he know can week miss eight weeks of the season and still accrue a season and get paid. You know, not all of that money, but a decent chunk of change. Right. And then and they still be able to make his point year. and all yeah. that stuff. Like. I mean, this could be. Look, I think there's no chance he's reporting for the first day of training camp. Like he's going to do something. Um, I don't, I don't agree with you. There's Not no, no chance, chance but, but I think it's unlikely. I'll say this. I think, and this is the other thing, too. real quick on the franchise tag, he cannot get fined for not showing up well, for training Well, he's not under contract. Yeah, that's, that's he yeah. cannot get fined for not Correct. showing up. yes. So, I still think he might show up just to do the, like, I'm a good I'm teammate, a good guy, give me money. I'm the victim. And I don't mean this as, like, victim, whatever. Like, he's going to paint the picture of, like, I'm the one who's that, Who's, who's yes. sucking up. Right, and, being and the, yeah. there would be truth to that. But, like, here's the thing. They can't do anything about this now. They can't give him new money. They ha- He has to play on the tag. Yeah, it's past the so, deadline. They blew this. Right, so like, it's done. Were, it's, so it's it's unbelievable. He's going to be unhappy all year. I mean, he's still making $10 million. Like, I think for a running back, I actually don't think a franchise tag is the end of the world. Oh, for him, I don't think. $10 million in a year is what most running backs make in, like, three years. Yeah, get guaranteed. Yeah. So I think there's an argument for Saquon of, like, come in, play well, pocket the full 10 and then dare him to franchise you again, yeah. or like you've made ten million guaranteed. So, but to the Saquon thing aside, like it's just such it's such a poorly managed situation by them. If you really like Saquon as much as you say you do, and there's quotes from Saquon saying he met with the owner and like blah blah, blah then you have to figure this out. If you're a general manager and you can't figure out a running back contract, like how like no wonder the Daniel Jones contract's a mess. They can't even figure out how to structure a giant a, a, a running back contract. So. Again, like, and to piggyback this into it too, the Zach Martin situation in Dallas, like, where Zach Martin's unhappy with how he's being paid, and he might report to camp. You will, I would be shocked, and who knows, maybe Hassan Reddick won't show up, but I would be shocked if you ever see a player not report to camp under Howie Roseman. Like, legitimately, like, ugly contract situation. I just, because I think the Eagles have the right philosophy, which is either we're going to pay you or we're going to move on from you. Yeah. And it's honestly not that different than we just talked about Chauncey. Like, they got to the point with Chauncey where it was, you know, like, if you're not happy with this, then we'll just move on. Yeah, and that's what happened. And I, I think it's such a great point. I mean, I'm so far as, like, I don't know if I would hire a general manager who doesn't work for Howie. Like, I would just 
poach or at least guys. I, or at least I would my my questions would be very aimed on like seeing if they've studied how the Eagles do. Yeah, it, like it, so how would you you know how do you stretch a contract out? Just yeah. explain that to me. It, like if I can explain it, then you should be able to. Do I, it. I am shocked by this because it did look. We don't know right. We know what Howie does and we see it and all, that, but we don't know like like the the. You know, uh, uh, second in command in Buffalo, which is what Joe Shane was. Right. Like, we don't know. We don't know if this guy's any good. We're told he is. Right. It's like, this guy's the, he was the hire. Like, he was the guy everyone wanted that offseason. He chose the Giants because they're. I also think there's a perception where if you hire a younger guy, it's like, oh, he must be forward thinking. Mm-hmm. But like, David Gettleman was old, and now, granted, he played into it with saying the computer stuff or whatever, but he was viewed as, like, an old guy, like a dinosaur. They could have just hired, a, like, a, a young guy that still, like, doesn't believe in analytics. Like, who knows? Yeah, certainly. But the way he's handling this... It's shocking. It's shocking. It's shocking. Again, the, the, like, forget the, the Saquon thing. That's bad enough it is, but the Daniel Jones contract alone, like, that was wild. Yeah. I mean, they're cap hits of, like, 45 and 50 and stuff like that. It's like... For Daniel Jones? Well, I should have I should have looked it up. Honestly, once I saw the Eagles are number one, I stopped scrolling on the ESPN list. But I, <laughs> I would be curious to see where the Giants are when you consider young quarterback, young head coach, just made the playoffs. Like, I don't think they'd be very high on the future thing. I don't think they should be. Like, I, I don't know. Off the top, I'll try to log. Do you want to try to guess where we think they are? Yeah, sure. And this is on the three-year window thing is the yeah, idea? Yeah, this is basically taking into it. So three years is not the longest time in the world. So this is a little bit of, like, how good you are now while also taking into account – you know, your future assets, I, so your cap space, all those things. I would not have them this high, but my guess is they'll be like 13th. Okay, so I'll just, for everyone that doesn't get ESPN+, Plus, I'll just read the order for you real yeah, quick. Yeah. Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals, fine there. Yep. Ravens was surprising. Ravens, four. That is surprising. Tied I guess with the they Bills. just signed Lamar, but yeah. so. Seattle, six. So the Eagles are the only team in the top five. We have the NFC, sure. wow. In the NFC, yeah. The Eagles Ste- are the only team <laughs> in the top five. Steelers, seven. Jaguars, eight. Niners, eight. Understandably, they have no quarterback, yeah, yeah. and they have an overrated head coach. Uh, Cowboys ten, Lions eleven, Miami twelve, uh, Chargers thirteen. Oh, I thought I was gonna nail it. Yeah, that, so I, I honestly think they could be in the twenties. Yeah, Green Bay, at this rate. Green Bay fourteen, Jets fifteen. This is good. They're not overrating them. Patriots sixteen, Browns seventeen. Giants are tied for seventeen. If you're a Giants fan, that must be devastating. The best thing that they have is their coach. Outside of that, their quarterback is fifteen. Their roster is twenty first. Their draft is twenty first. Yeah, and Brian Dable shouldn't even one coach of the year. No, uh, of course not. And look, I like Dable, but he was clearly overrated last year. Right. Like they're acting like he's like the next coming. He lost thirty eight to seven <laughs> yeah, in a playoff game, and they were like two and seven at the end of the season. Like, what are we talking about here? Um, so I was on uh, with Gilio and Hugh, and uh, Hugh asked me who the big Eagles' biggest competition in the division was, and and it's <laughs> like, like okay, Dallas. I respect the question, but I'm just like. I had to say to him, Hugh, just so you know, I think the Giants are the biggest frauds in the entire league. Love it. So, like, it is very clearly the Cowboys. Yeah. So, Which anyway. it is. Again, so what do you think of the running back thing? Yeah, so I, I want to get your thoughts on that because you've covered the league for over a decade now. No like, big deal to me. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. But, you you know, you the point is, like, you've been around the league, around players, around locker rooms, around general managers, all that stuff for, for a pretty long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's... I do think it is fascinating how low it's gotten. You yeah. know, the fact that this Saquon thing, it, we'd all agree, like, like whatever, it's hilarious. He's one of the five best or most talented guys out there. You know, at running, Dalvin at Cook, running back. At running back. Yeah, Only yeah, yeah. talking running back. Dalvin Cook, like, can't get signed. You know, yeah. he's on the Miles open Sanders market. got the biggest contract. Yes, and even then, that was like $5 million or whatever, yeah. you know, in terms of, like, guarantee money this season. Like, the running back position has fallen to a, a, a spot 
that I don't ever remember a position falling from where it was to that big a, a drop in terms of like to the point where like if I and I, I have a daughter, I don't think Zoe's going to be a professional football player, though she is. You know, she's got the mentality for it. I was going right? to say, loves she loves to run and throw herself Your energy and add some athleticism, yes. and she I has think no problem, like, throwing her body around. Right. But, like, if I had a son who was, like, a legitimate, like, talented football player, I would not let him play running back. I would be like, why would you play that position? Like, that is that so is I got, so I have a, a quick... career death sentence right. for that position. What do you make of the whole, like, running back thing? Because well, it's, it's as devalued as it's ever been. I saw an interesting tweet, and Tory Smith former Eagles receivers and tweeting about this a lot. And I actually, side note, I think Torrey Smith is like Terrific. makes super interesting points. I think, he, I think he's a, clearly like, a very bright he's guy. He's very willing to take the, to say. The, the opposite side. Yeah. And like, anyway, so he's he re- not afraid to be yeah, on a, on He a, retweeted something that I thought was true. And they were like, running backs are undervalued two times of the year, the draft and free agency. Other than that, they're important. And I thought that was an interesting way to look at it. Like, it, yeah, they're important to your team, but at the same time, like, all we can do is judge it by what they get paid. Yeah, that is the the meritocracy, hunt, the, the 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 baseline of what someone is worth to the NFL. And running backs are not so valuable. I I'm kind of in the middle on this. Like, I do not think running backs are worth more than they're being paid. Yeah. Like, I don't think this is like the positions undervalued. They're worth way. I like, I don't like name a team where we look at and go. They'd be oh, winning they, if they, they had it. Well, it just is what it is. You're right. It's because, like, it's just factual that these guys don't last. Right. Like, there's that involved. I also think, like, it's a position. I mean, all positions are need help from other positions. But, but like, the flip side of that, I was down to draft Bijan at number 10. So I do see the value of the position. But when we're talking about a cap space and all, like, it's not worth paying a running back massive money. It doesn't mean I would never do it. But I just think it has to be a very unique situation. Like, the Eagles are in a situation where – if they gave Saquon, let's say, let's say whatever Saquon wants, I don't know, four years, fifty million, twenty-two, whatever, twenty-two guaranteed, I'd be like, all right, like I, how he can manage a cap. They need a running back. They're a win-now team. It makes sense. I think the running back issue is not many teams are in the very specific instance where they're an elite team ready to win and they also need a running back. Well, I think I, that's kind I think of it. that's part of it, but I think also it is that you can be an elite team ready to win, take a running back in the seventh round, and that guy could be one of your best players uh-huh, in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yep. You know, so it's one of those yeah. positions where it's like, yeah, like the elite guys are great, but you can also get guys late. You can draft a guy in the fourth round, and he can turn into the best running back in football or one of the three best, you know, like Aaron Jones or whoever these guys are. You know, like you can just find dudes. Yep. And as a result, the surplus of guys who are at least a certain level of talent – and the ability to pay so little for them both in drafts in draft capital and in draft money and ultimately money for the first few years of the contract. It's just like why would you ever give someone 10 million when you have so many opportunities to find these guys right. for a mil like, or two mil or, we, or a half a mil? Or we whatever. disagree a little on Penny, I would say. Mm-hmm. But Penny got five hundred thousand yeah. guaranteed. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's not much more than undrafted rookies. Yeah, get. and he's the guy again, like whatever you want to say, and the injury, we all know it, but in terms of like when he's on the field, like just pure numbers-wise, has legitimately been one of the best running backs in football when healthy. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like, And I know we turned a lot, but 500K. Guaranteed. So I think the other reason, obviously— like, like your point, undrafted guys, what, like they give like 250 yeah, to the— Yeah, exactly. They, they get like half guys. of that. Yeah. So the other part of it, obviously, is it's a 
it's a passing league now. Like, clearly that's part of it. If you're paying your quarterback a ton of money, then you need to pay the receivers a ton of money because he's throwing to the receivers. The offensive line has to protect the quarterback. So just from a resource allocation, like, running back is the least important position on offense. You could – actually, you can't. I think it's definitely the least important oh, position. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's yeah. any argument. Like, maybe if – I mean, tight end – you know, I think you would want... Not anymore. Not anymore, but like I'm saying there's probably only like... Maybe, but like in terms of like, there might only be those guys, but that doesn't... They're still going to get drafted higher. They're still going to get paid more. They're still yeah, going to you know, get more value. Like Travis like, Kelsey, like, no Goddard. There's no position on get, offense. Yeah. Like, you know, center, we have a unique situation where center, you don't see a ton of high-paid centers, mm-hmm. but even still, it's the offensive lines. Yeah, valuable. so I do not think that like... the I don't think running backs are underpaid. I guess that's really the best way I can... Can put it's it. fair. I, I, the I market dictates. Yeah, it. the market dictates. It is what it is. I think that they're paid what they're supposed to be paid. But I, but like I said, on the flip side, I would have taken Bijan at eight. So I'm not dismissing the position. I just like to tie it back to the Giants thing. The Giants are not in a position where they need to be paying their running back ten million dollars for one year. It's a poor resource allocation. I agree. All right. Uh, last thing for me, uh, and then if you have anything else to. Throw in there, but uh, we haven't talked about the Jalen Carter news from this past week. Yes, about um, the civil lawsuit. He is getting sued for apparently leaving the scene of the crime. I don't know what to believe because originally we had heard that he didn't leave the scene of the crime. Now the civil suit is saying he is leaving the scene of the crime. We know the questions are going to come next week. We know the answers are going to be. It's an ongoing legal matter. We yeah, can't he's not going to answer it, it. without a doubt. It's not even worth asking what he would say because he's not going to say anything. What do you make of this situation? And it's potential to be a ongoing problem for both Jalen Carter and for the team itself. So I don't think it's going to be a problem for Jalen Carter and the team. I I can't speak to like how this is impacting Jalen personally. personally of so course. maybe maybe every time He's this comes being, up, it's yeah. very upsetting to him, and it, and it could hurt so affect him in a certain exactly. Way. So there's that part of it. But when when Jalen Carter was drafted on draft night, I said Jalen Carter needed the Eagles, and from a roster standpoint, the Eagles needed Jalen Carter. One of the reasons Jalen Carter needed needed the Eagles is because they are ready to handle a situation like this. They just they've dealt with things. Michael Vick, like they've had players in legal situations. They know how to handle it when your players in legal trouble. A, how to like handle it internally, but also from a public standpoint. I would be very surprised if next week they say anything that adds to the story. Nick's not going to get up there and be like, "Look, we're very disappointed." And Jay, like Nick, Nick is just going to say it's an ongoing legal situation. Jalen's been great since Jaylen's he's been, been here. Jalen's been great since he's been here. We're and, happy you know, to have we're, him. We're, we're happy yeah. to support him, but I, you know, I can't talk about that. Yep. Jalen, honestly, they probably won't even have Jalen talk if no. I had to guess. If but they if he avoid does, it, yeah, he'll if he get out his there, locker. He will. Yeah. He will have a his lawyers. The team. I will can't have talk. Pounded a, in yes. a sentence. Whatever yes. that sentence is. Now he will, will know he it listen? And he will say it. I think he will. I but think that will is say the, the question. So, but I, you know, I think the other part of this is like this is this is the baggage that comes with him. You know, this I, is the risk. You, it's part of the risk you take when you draft him. It's so all part what, of it. What's interesting about the word risk, I agree that the risk you take is like he does something again. That's the risk you take. Well, part of it. The yeah. other risk is that he, you know. Well, he's done it. I think the legal trouble. No, 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 no. I mean, like he can't handle it. He can't get over this. Or the risk is that 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 the type of person that led to this wasn't just a dumb young mistake, yes, but that yes. he's not going to work as hard. He's not going to like, there are all kinds of spinoffs that you can 100%. say could happen because of it. But uh, yeah, I get your point. Ultimately. Uh, but, what, but I think too, what they're dealing with now is like the Eagles are viewed as ESPN put it the best team in the league for the future. The Eagles in Philadelphia right now, untouchable. There's almost nothing you can criticize them for. Honestly, it's almost hard to talk about them. Yes. Because it's like hard to just get people to, to, 
to disagree with anything right. about them. And and, they're just great. But when they drafted Jalen Carter, like they drafted this with him. So I just think you never ever want to be as an organization, a football team, non-football, whatever, have stories out there about one of your employees getting sued for le- for like leaving the scene of a crash where someone died that they allegedly like ha- had some role in, right? Like that's what the lawsuit basically says to an extent. So it's just it sucks for the Eagles, like to have this be out there. Um, and to your point, it sucks for the Eagles, it. but it's also they're doing. They they knew this was coming. And, yeah. and you know, I, and well, that is the other thing too. My guess is Eagles knew this was coming. My guess is when they drafted Jalen, they knew there would be the, some type of civil suit that they, and they knew they know how to handle it. They probably talked to Jalen prior to drafting to him, his representation. And oh being, yeah. And my guess is this is not something that Jalen is going to fight in court. Like I do wonder if when the Eagles draft him, it's like look. Thing. We can't help if you're going to be civilly sued. We're telling you right now, if you plan on like dragging this out over multiple years in courts, like we're not going to take that's it. That's an possible. issue for yeah, us. Yeah, no, no. And right. I, so who knows? Who knows what went, high, yeah. went by and closed? It's a great point. Um, all right, you got anything else, Birds Rise? You want to get into before we get to nah, final thoughts and all? Just that? excited for camp. Me too, man. Yeah, I'm really excited. Excited to get down there. Bet Parks Picks Pod coming up tomorrow. We'll be talking NFL, and then you know next week it's it's freaking go time. It's good. Yeah. Oh, and if you uh, uh, listen to this today, check out. Uh, WIP morning show tomorrow. I'm hosting. Elliot will yes. be on at 7.45. Look, we'll it's Go, go Birds, Birds Friday so on WIP. How about it? What a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, football all right. guys all day. That's you damn right, buddy. For, uh, final thoughts, my friend. All right. So I have two. One is actually attached to speeding, so maybe I'll wait for the next pod to get to that one. Yeah, probably not the moment. Yeah, not the one. best yeah. transition. Yeah. So here's my thought. You know how like when you're at a, a restaurant? Mm-hmm. So me and Kristen were in Charlottesville this past weekend. By the way ton of amazing restaurants there i was you know it's like a relatively small like the campus is there mm-hmm. but really nice restaurants i would definitely recommend it if uh you're going down if you go to if you've never been to charlottesville i'd recommend it they have great restaurants so anyway you know how like you'll ask the waiters so, like what would you suggest i actually think the best person to ask what they would suggest is the hostess okay and here's okay. why yeah because they're what you spend doesn't impact them so that so as a and they eat all the food. So I waited many tables in my life. I hated when people would ask me. I am also not a big fan because, of it. Because, and I don't ask it, because for that exact reason, because you don't, you know, ultimately as a waiter, let's be honest, you want to buy the most expensive things. Yes. Because it gets the bill up and you get a higher tip and that's just the way it works. Like you're trying to make as much money as you can. It's a grueling job. It's like yeah. being a waiter is like, you know, it takes a lot out of you. You just want I as never, much money. I never as you made can. it to waiters. I know you were so I close, know. buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I always so used close. to hate it because I'd be like, "Well," so I always used to have a thing where I would recommend something I really liked, and then like something that was more expensive, and then something else that was less expensive, and give them options. You know, well, <laughs> but then it's like it's like you know this is dumb. So I am I am with you. I do not like the question. I think the hostess now the hostess doesn't try everything, but they do. They're usually I would guess involved they tried some of it. Almost all dishes. Um, yeah, the hostess. I I like your point. I yeah. like you are correct. It's a in more that authentic when suggestion. When you're asking in my the opinion. waiter, there are other things Factors. at play. Yes, no doubt. So the last it's thing a fair I'll point. say. I like this. Thank you. So the last thing I'll say about it, I think that asking waiters or hostesses has gotten to the point where it's a little like asking someone at a hotel, like, "What is there to eat around here?" Like we all have phones. We like all. That. So take. while I get like you could ask a waiter what's good, like that's their personal preference. That's a great take by you. And it's not like I'm unaware, you know, of what the dishes look like. So I think in general, don't ask waiters what to try. But if you're going to ask people at a restaurant, I think the hostess is a person. Okay. I like it. Or a manager. You could ask a manager. Well, manager also has some financial. No, no. Manager makes no, like, oh, oh I, I mean, the more mean, money, oh, the they, make money they make in a night. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. Yeah. All right. Hostess is really the only person that is, I would assume. Now, I guess some 
Some places break the hostess off tips, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, a lot of places do. Yeah. So maybe just don't ask anybody. Yeah, just, you know what? Make your own decisions, all right? Yeah. You know, I tell you, that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Like, make your own decisions. Like, I might have a very different taste bud than the waiter. Like, what if yeah. he goes, oh, that's a great I, point. I'd recommend the fish. Well, I don't like fish. You don't like then, fish? Then you feel, no, well, that's not true. I like, like, salmon. I'm not a big, you know, like, tilapia. Really? Like, yeah, too I fishy. Lo- I love all that stuff. Yeah, too fishy. Too fishy. Huh? Too fishy for me. Well, that makes sense. You're scared of the sea exactly. and the creatures yeah, just in the, the smell sea. and the taste. Like, I'm, no thank you. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you no thank you uh my final thought uh i've been playing chess with with zoe wow yeah uh it's an impressive game to play she is not yeah she's not there yet trust me she barely understands it still beat her but so it's funny all right so this actually this will be both the chess and also like a parenting thing um that's something you think about a lot like the the beating them not beating them right so what i've decided is there are certain things that i will let her win in and there are certain things that i won't and like chess is one of them. Like I'm sorry. Like if you want to be good at chess, like you have to learn so you chess. Just demolish her? Or do you like? I yeah. I I, I beat the crap out of her. Okay, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, but, like, but like... I will. I will also feel bad. So this is where I'm going with it. So we're playing the other day, and she's like, she's like, can I move the king? And I'm like, you can. You know, can go one spot, but you really want to protect the king. And she goes, right. I don't want to protect the king. And I was like, okay. She goes, <laughs> your own, she your goes, own. Yeah. I want to protect baby Galahop. Which was one of the knights. She's like, oh, it's like a themed board or whatever. He goes, I want to protect baby Galahop. Moves into the corner, sets all her pieces around, and she's like, I'm protecting me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's going to be a quick game for baby <laughs> Galahop. I got but news yeah. for you in a few minutes. Baby no Galahop is- No protecting uh... the king. She's like, king, get the hell out. So there you go. Yeah. Play, play chess with your kids. So it sounds like I, you know, I actually won a chess tournament in Atlanta before. Look at you. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. You, Randomly. You bust out all these random things. You, yeah. I didn't even know you played chess, much less played oh, I was chess nice to... back in the day. So was I. I was yeah. rated back in I don't the day. know how I, I, do a chess, I, don't... I have a chess trophy at home. I, that's what I'm saying. I do too. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. got like a, I think it's a knight or a yeah, rook. Yeah, it's on like it. I have my little king's head on the top. Right. Yeah. Um, it is like, I do think chess is something where. You, if you don't play it for a while, like you lose this. You skill. lose this up. I know. Yeah. Whenever I try and play for real now, I get beat, and I used yeah. to be so good. Yeah. And I, but I do think if you, I could get it back. Like if I took the yeah, time. I think if to, I played like five or six games, yeah, I feel confident I'd be like, okay, again. I remember now. I got it. Chess, chess documentaries are super interesting. Like chess about like tournaments and like, about, like AI the, and yes, like the clock and like the best and, of the best guy. You read like Magnus Carlson and stuff. Yes. Like it's it's fascinating stuff. It is. So, I mean, you know, maybe one day it'll be Zoe and she'll be like. My 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 dad taught me one thing. My dad taught me one thing. Don't protect the knights. Don't, yeah. <laughs> my dad taught me that sacrifice to win the game. You have to protect the king. So I have a quick, I didn't want to. I have a quick chess ro- yeah. question. Was it like a always a rule, or was this like a made up kid thing I used to do? I can't remember. Where like if you got a pawn all the way to the other side of the board, well, that's a real thing. It's like a like a it's like a, a chess thing. tournament. Is, like, you can okay. do that in any chess tournament. Okay, you can. You can what is it? You can replace you can any choose, piece that you had stole that you have had. No, no, taken. no. You can replace it with any piece on the board other than a king. So even if you still have your queen, you could make it another queen. You could have two queens. That's what, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, That's what sure. I could remember. You can, I you could remember it with was... anything you want. And okay. generally people go queen, but there are spots where it's like strategically yeah, like a rook, like a rook or, or, or whatever. Rooks are underrated. Not really rook as much. A knight, I think. It's like a rook. It basically, a queen can do what a rook can do. Like a queen, any anything True, a rook can do. True, I guess a, a knight can, can move in a, a way. A knight can move in a way that a queen A rook was an can. underrated piece in my opinion, though. Yeah, well, Nothing yeah. like going straight down the board with a rook uh, and just. Yeah, and also, you know. Uh, uh, a bishop. Why? Well, we're not just naming pieces. Oh, yeah, right. So we had a king. What is it called? Gallop or whatever the name the, is. Kinging. You know when you when you can move the. the oh rook yeah, the, where you put the rook the over and the king, and, the the king and you switch. Was what was that called? I thought it was called kinging, maybe or something like that. 
I don't remember. It's a bad job by us. We should know that. Yeah. People are going to be tweeting us. We have two people that have chess Tweeted trophies. us the word for what yes. it's called. Yes. Um, yeah, chess is great. Big fan of chess. And I Agreed. will not. Zoe, they, again, I tell me if you're a parent, if you agree with that, that there are certain things you'll let them win at, but certain things, no. Well, I'll tell you They're this. If learn. me and Zoe ever play, no mercy. Kick her ass, dude. Yeah, I will. Kick her I will like, say, your I played, dad was nice? So I played a memory game with her. Um, and now that I think she'd probably be good at. She whooped my ass. I was going to okay, say, so like, it's she's like one younger, of those, like, yeah. yes. You know, like to put the uh, cards in, you yeah, flip like them nine over. Cards, whatever, yeah, it was, right. but it's a lot more than that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but like, so, so at the beginning, like, I'm like, all right, I'll let her win. Whatever, okay, and like, she starts beating me. Like, so she's up like three, three, one or whatever, mm-hmm. and she keeps people can't see this, but again, she keeps like presenting her cards to me when she <laughs> like every time she get a parent, she'll just go like, look, she's at rubbing this. it in, rubbing yeah. it in. Yeah. So like, partway through, I'm like, all right, you know what? Time to make this screw a competition. This. I'm gonna try. I didn't. She still kicked my ass. Well, she just like, got better memory. I tried, memory. and yeah. she just whoop. It was like fourteen to three to the point where she left the. She wanted me to leave them out so that Emily, when she got home, could see the domination. The, wow. That's like, so yeah, I got punked. Maybe she will game. be a, a football player Dude, one she's day. She's so competitive. competitive yeah. Zoe is obsessed with winning. Like she wants to win everything. I think like, that's even, good to be obsessed. Like, I people agree. say like, even don't, going but... from the car to the house, she has to beat me there. Like wow. she's she's very competitive. So well, tell her come see me at chess. Future football players. Yes, future we'll be NFL having a go star. Bird. Imagine like, I don't, like, not Live even twenty go years. Birds from yeah, Zoe's first <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Draft Zoe and uh, <laughs> with number thirty-two <laughs> overall. Uh, all right, this is awesome. We're we're there, dude. We're yeah, there. We're, it's time. Um, Bet Parks picks pod tomorrow Saturday. I will be on. With Tom Kelly, Elliot off this weekend, then the following weekend, you're on, I'm off, yes. and then rolling. Feels that I don't know way. why I made a fart noise there, but yeah. that's what popped out. So, all right. That's what she said. Or, yeah. no, no, that's what he said. I don't know. That's Something what he farted? Yeah, yeah. Zoe still announces her farts. Which is great. I farted! That's what Zoe it's said. Like, Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right. Uh, I, I do often think about, like, in, you know, 20 years, she'll never listen to them, because Emily doesn't whatever, but if she goes back, and it's like... What the hell were you doing? Don't you like yell out at the fart? Like, who's I know. You know? Yeah. Sorry, Zoe. She'll enjoy it. It is what it Deep is. Deep down. Yeah. <laughs> He's out of James. 